Mustafa Kabar. Bonjour. Hello. Assalamualaikum. Hola. This is episode 4 of the Northumbria Global Podcast. I'm Lina, and today we will cover pre-arrival information, including tips for travel and packing, as well as what you need to know and do in your first weeks here. You're listening to the Northumbria Global Podcast, brought to you by Northumbria University, Newcastle. I'm Rob Carthy, the Director of International Development. We're a global university, and every year we welcome thousands of students from all over the world. Northumbria is a research-rich, business-focused university with a global reputation for academic excellence. This podcast series will talk to you about everything that you, as an international student, need to know to make the most of your time here. Make sure you subscribe to find out how you can take on tomorrow at Northumbria University. Northumbria Global Podcast. I'm here with a panel of international students from Northumbria. If you'd like to introduce yourselves. Hi, uh, my name is Bagat. I'm from Malaysia and I'm currently doing my degree in under marketing management. Hi, my name is Nigelia McLean. I'm from New York in the United States of America and I'm studying master's in animation. Hi, my name is Delany and I'm from Sri Lanka I'm, and I'm studying uh, MSc International Financial Management. Perfect. I'm glad to have you here. I'm Lena, and I'm delighted to be hosting this episode for you today. So today we're going to talk about your first weeks at university and about your um, traveling tips and pre-arrival information, everything you have to think about before you get here and on your first weeks here. And I know that your first weeks at university is an exciting time. Moving to a new country is, is a fantastic opportunity. But there can be a lot to take into. Um, so we're quite lucky today that we have a group of international students here uh, to share their top tips on packing, traveling and, and all else. So how did you guys prepare for your journey here to Northumbria? So the first thing I did was uh, after I got my visa, I arranged the accommodation before I uh, come to UK so I won't be homeless. <laughs> uh, so if you're coming here for the first time, I would advise you to stay in the university halls. Uh, however, when it comes to me, I knew this place and I had friends who studied in Northumbria. So therefore, there I arranged uh, a private accommodation because it was easier for me. And then I booked my uh, plane tickets. Uh, so when I booked my plane tickets, I booked it uh, for an earlier date, like a week before my course starts, uh, so that I, I have the opportunity to uh, settle down and explore and get to know the place, the university and people. Later on, I searched uh, where I can get the food and grocery shopping and all that, and where I can travel and so on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, she nailed it out in the park. Um, <laughs> Prior prepared was definitely visa. You know, you need the right to live in the UK, and when you're from outside the UK. And then next was just figuring out where to live. You know, I've never been to Newcastle before, and like many of you that are interested in coming to Newcastle, you've never been to this um, location either. So I really recommend for getting visa sorted and then finding a place to stay as soon as possible, just so you have those two main things sorted. Um, flight tickets can always come like later on, but I personally recommend those two things as the main things to get handled. Right, so I finished my pre-uni in Taylor's University in July, mids of June, sorry, mids of June of 2017. So I had like two months to prepare to go up to the, for uni in Newcastle in Northumbria. I'm much of a foodie. So that was one, like a whole luggage of food because I know our Asian cuisine taste would be quite different. Mm -hmm. 
that's one thing with food and stuff so traveling tips is just yeah documents wise you know it has to be all prepared because once you get here and stuff that's what they need so i think you touched on it as well already but uh, what did you guys pack do you have any packing tips for our listeners so as i mentioned like before like i had my uh, my friends uh, here and they were studying here so they advised me to pack all the winter clothes uh, and uh, also if, uh, i think that when the course starts whether if it is a september intake or the january intake it is important to bring a winter jacket with you don't wait till you get here uh, so you won't be cold once you step out from the uh, airport and then also it is important to carry some cash with you and in case uh, you want to eat or something and then you, if you don't have a bank account in UK it is good to keep some money with you. Mm-hmm. What I would pack is definitely sweaters and hoodies because obviously the temperature here drops pretty quickly in England. It's practically the same answers and whatnot and like additional thing would be you know, to get a SIM card once you get to the airport, yeah, I think that's essential. It's, of course, it's easy for you to communicate around and whatnot because you're here alone and you're in a different country. So it's a time where you just want to discover places through Google and depend on Google Maps, wherever you want to go as well, to find a uni as well. So I think that's really essential in terms of traveling. <laughs> Definitely. I think you get a SIM card once you arrive to meet in Crete as well. Um, but, but, but that's a really good point, yeah. So. Um, how easy was it uh, to get to Northumbria for you guys? Do you feel like it's well connected city with, with the rest of the world? Um, I took a taxi from the airport, uh, which took me about 15 to 20 minutes to reach the accommodation uh, because it was convenient for me because I was carrying so many stuff because it was my first time like, uh, coming to UK. And then uh, if you want, you can take the metro and um, get down from the Haymarket or Monument. And in addition to that, uh, I remember some of my friends actually contacted the university, probably the university accommodations, and then the the university provided them uh, transportations when they came here for the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I quite like that. There's this option to get a media yeah. service because it's free, and I think a lot of people don't realize that. So, so they can arrange the taxi from the airport to your accommodation. Yeah. So. After this whole, you know, long haul flight, you don't need to worry about like how I'm gonna get home. Yeah. You can just worry about getting food because I think that's the first thing on my mind when I land. <laughs> so, yeah. The way I came, um, if you want to be an adventurer and try to find different routes to get to um, Newcastle, how I went about it was coming from the states. I looked at like other outside sources, so like Scotland. Looked at London and other like even Glasgow. Look at potential places you can like fly into that may be cheaper overall and then taking a train to Newcastle. So how I went about it was I flew into Scotland and then went from Scotland and took a train um, from Edinburgh to Newcastle. And that was pretty simple. The people are like, when you get there, obviously you won't really know anybody, but everyone's really open to help you just because they know you're not from the area. And especially at the airport, you can ask them and they can give you full, complete directions on how to get from um, Edinburgh to Newcastle and it's a quick train ride about a little over an hour really cheap and then boom you're at the station and like said before you can actually arrange that like taxi or have the school help you out to get to your accommodation 
Yeah, definitely. I feel like people here at North, um, Newcastle and just in general in the north of England are really friendly. And sometimes they are right. If, if they would just see you looking on the maps on your phone, they would sometimes just come up to you and say, are you okay? Yeah, they'd be like, no. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there's nothing to worry about. So yeah, I agree on that. <laughs> well, my case was the same as Delaney. You know, I arrived in Newcastle and you know, I arrived before uni started just to, for me to just travel around and get used around the area. So I came with my family, so I took a taxi, and from there we just explored around, and it's where, how I got to know Newcastle even more better. Perfect, yeah. And do you guys have any traveling tips uh, that you would like to share with our listeners? Uh, this is not just like you are going on a vacation, you're just uh, going to stay here and then study for a long time. So when you come here for the first time, uh, you should uh, carry the university offer letter and then the, the BRP card letter. I think you can't get the BRP card, uh, like uh, you have to carry the BRP card letter first. And then um, also if you're not from the UK, I know EU, you don't forget to like uh, ask for the landing card from the flight attendant. Because uh, from my experience, I would advise you to fill that out before you land. Uh, so you won't have to wait in the queue and ask for a pen and <laughs> fill them up mm-hmm. and just uh, you will be really tired because you will, you will be traveling for so many hours and uh, I would advise you to fill that up uh, when you are in the plane mm-hmm. because you have so many time like to yeah. extra time it gives you something to <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and also try to keep the address uh, with you like where you're gonna stay and um, all that you will definitely need them when you are in the security checking mm-hmm. and also uh, like if you have a transit um, it is good to carry some extra clothes a charger toothbrush and all that in your hand luggage because in my experience uh, some flights can be can get delays for a few hours even for a day so that you might have to stay in a hotel or even in the airport so I would advise you like better be prepared um, what I would say is the way I packed is I would have like a carry-on luggage and also a backpack so in my backpack I would have like all my paperwork including my passport including my license from the states just to show registration and where I was from in the US so that's my main tip is hold the important documents with you at all times and don't leave your stuff anywhere when you go like to the bathroom or go get food always carry your stuff with you because you never know like in the airport yeah so another pro tip of traveling uh if you're traveling from like malaysia or like the southeast asia region where you're going to take like more than half a day traveling right it's best to get like the same airline company rather than you to be choosing another one because like for example what Delany said you know if it delays and you miss the other uh your other airline you know yeah you wouldn't be reimbursed towards it so there's a loss right there so if you're going through emirates and you're connecting to an emirates plane again you know they would adjust the timing for you so you don't have to pay anything else for most towards that so that's one of the main key where you know some students take it lightly you know where it's cheaper or whatnot but to me I think that reassurance for you is still better for you. Mm-hmm. That's a good tip. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. No, you tell me coming everything from A to Z. I'm going to come up with something else. <laughs> <laughs> She's got everything like, okay, down. Yeah. I'm like, I need to come up with something. <laughs> Once you're actually here on campus um, and move all of your belongings into your new house, there are a few things to take care of. So, um, 
How did you guys feel when you arrived? Mm, I felt a bit of uh, homesick and then um, for a few days only but because I'm a kind of person who like to be socialized so I joined this uh, Freshers Facebook uh, page mm -hmm. uh, where I found uh, a lot of uh, events that's been going on and so I attended those and so eventually it went away and if anyone feeling homesick and you can always go to the student union and talk to them how you feel and all that and then they will be willing to help you <laughs> yeah how i felt when i arrived so before i came i was actually in talks of like my education but also coming to play sport for northumbria so i got a scholarship to come play basketball and luckily when i took the train from edinburgh to newcastle my coach met up with me which was amazing because i had no idea where anything was really here when i got here especially my accommodation so he kind of helped me settle and found my place and then just I took like a day or two and just honestly like walked and explored with like one of my teammates that I just met and got to know the city more because I, I truly feel like get your bearings down and like know where you are even if you get lost a little bit again google maps <laughs> it's there it exists um, but also it's just so you know yourself like knowledge wise where you're going and mm -hmm. be familiar with like different things just so when you constantly keep walking around, then you, you get an idea of where you are yeah. in your place. Yeah, it's a bit like you miss home a bit, but at the same time, it's nice to dive into something new. Mm -hmm. So I truly, yeah. Yeah, definitely, because there's such a vibrant and cosmopolitan city, isn't it? So mm -hmm. it's, it's quite nice. It, it's easy to feel like you you belong straight away once, uh, you know, moves to. I didn't feel nervous at all because, well, my moral support was there. I mean, like my, my family were there when I arrived as well. Okay, So they were there to try to help me out. Like, Maybe you can see, you would find a place where you can call like a home away from home. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so mm -hmm. I mean, it, was, it was a great feeling for me to come to the UK and study here. Mm -hmm. oh, that's great. And, and I think you're right, there is so much support to, to help you, to, especially throughout the first weeks. Mm -hmm. um, I think the important thing to, to mention is that you have the international en enrollment yeah. that um, everyone goes through. Yeah, so there will be people there to help you um, with all of these things that you have to make sure you, you do in your first weeks when you arrive here in England, So such as uh, registering with the police, um, with, a, with a general practitioner called GP, opening a bank account. Um, I don't know if you guys um, did any of those things as well when you went through enrollment or did you do it individually on your own? Uh, so you have lots of options uh, with, with opening a bank account, even the, uh, you, you can even uh, open a bank account in the university which is called Santander in, uh, Bank uh, and you just have to ask for a letter from the university and just make an appointment in the bank and just bring the required documents, they will take care of everything. Mm -hmm. And also uh, when you go to the university uh, enrollment day, uh, they will be registering you with the GP. Yeah, for me, um, I did enrollment early just because of sport. So my coach kind of came with me and wanted to make sure all his players were sorted in terms of enrollment, because sometimes there can be issues and complications like with documents if they didn't like get something they have to like reshow it so I got sorted with that at the um, library and moving forward in terms of bank I did a little bit exploring and then eventually I decided to pick Virgin Money which worked out best for me and they were able to um, what was nice they actually if you bring the paperwork of the place you stay you stay at a student accommodation especially and I'm paying that through a US federal loan they're able to 
take the loan coming from the university and then you just have to bring in the paperwork of proof on the building you stay in and they're able to transfer the money to the building. Um, also, what was cool about like, going to Freshers is they did talk about the GP practice and getting yourself a doctor. Yes, sign up and get yourself health sorted because you never know if you get really ill. You need to have somewhere to go. And also, plus, that you should all sign up for Amazon Prime because you get it for six months free. <laughs> beginning, that's, like, that's true, yeah. Especially for any student because I signed up for that right away and I got a free donut. So I was happy. Whoa. Yeah. There you go. Free donuts. <laughs> there are free donuts everywhere. So it was good. All right. So uh, it's it's very ideal to be, you know, for you to come on, on enrollment day because from my experience, you know, I didn't have to go through to banks. I didn't have to go to the police station. I didn't have to go to the GP because the enrollment day were held in the sports central. So it was like a one-stop center kind of thing, you know. I mean, like, of course, there's... Uh, Nafarma is affiliated with uh, Santana Bank as well, so yeah, it was easy for me to actually sign up for a bank, you know, to, to get a bank, to get a bank card, mm-hmm. right? So and it was easy for me to be also registered to a GP, and like the uni itself would support me, and they would like locate where's the nearest GP uh, towards my house. So I think that's very convenient because any in any case of emergencies or whatnot, you know. And what was it like to um, settling into your accommodation, guys, for you? Do you have any tips of how to make it feel more homely once you move here in a new country? Definitely, when I first moved in, that I expected nobody to be in just because I came a little earlier than actual move-in day. And there was surprisingly one person around because I saw like dishes and a little bit of mess, and I was like, wait, somebody's here before me. So, you know, it can be a bit of, like, a mini shock just because you're, like, it's, a you know, strangers living together. And sometimes there could be those situations where you may have, like, your differences with your flatmates, mates, but always be open to talk and get to know them. Don't kind of, like, hide in your room and not talk to anybody because that's what's going to make you feel more homesick. Like, go out in, like, the common room area, talk to, like, your flatmates, people that you're living with, get to know them so you can start to de- develop some kind of friendship and feel more comforting in your own place. That's what I really like actually too about studying um, studying here in England is that you get to meet so many people from all around the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In my first year I lived with um, a girl from Hong Kong and a girl from China and they always would cook such, such uh, delicious things and mm-hmm. the house would yeah. always smell so nice and like I got to see what that, you know, their national food looks like and I've never experienced it before so it was really exciting, yeah. On well, my first year I lived in a studio Right, so I didn't have any flatmates or whatnot, but I had neighbors, right? So all like literally the whole floor was first year students from Northumbria. So it was great for me because one, they didn't know about anything as well. So they were on the same wavelength like, page with me. So, and like Nigeria said, you know, I mean, like we went to the common room and, you know, we interacted and stuff, you know, and that friendship bonded from there. And that gave me a sense from like a home away from home, you know, so I didn't felt homesick too much kind of thing because it's easy to forget that everyone's going through the same thing aren't they so everyone's a bit nervous maybe everyone feels like oh should i go and say hi but yes you should because Mm -hmm. you you always want someone to come up to you and say hi to you right so Mm -hmm. it feels the same way and i think what helped me is is um just making my room quite cozy so putting up posters or like maybe buying a plant and i know that uh, students union organizes posters and plant sales and there's all kinds of other activities to get involved with and 
Did you guys um, go to Freshers Week or was, yes. what was your experience with it? Yeah, I did. Like, uh, I, I went for the Freshers uh, Week and then I, I mean, uh, Freshers Fair as well, like where I signed up for like different societies. Uh, and I got to know a lot of people from there, like, um, and I made a few friends as well. And uh, and also, not to forget, like, uh, you get free stuff, so why not? <laughs> yeah, de- definitely go to Freshers Fair. If you, if you have, like, oh, I'm a really busy day, now literally just go in there, it'll take you <coughs> tops, like, 20 minutes to get all the free things you need because they're just giving them out. If you want to go like to the bar, go to the Freshers Fair because you get all these coupons for free mm-hmm. drinks, yeah. vice versa. If you want um, to get into potentially like new clubs or societies, again go to Freshers Fair because they're they're gonna sports gonna be promoting themselves as well as mm-hmm. um, clubs of different international groups, um, different course backgrounds like a business club society. Also like um, if you enjoy shopping, some places do offer like deals through Freshers Fair too. So like I said, like free things you can't beat it, go to Freshers Fair. Well it's very ideal if you go to a Freshers Fair and I mean, that's the moment where you're gonna meet people. I mean like because mm-hmm. everyone is everyone's gonna be having the same impression where, you know, no one knows everything, you know, it's their first year and they're they just wanna like make friends and everyone else, you know. So that's the right moment to just say hi. <laughs> I want to be friends, <laughs> kind of thing, right? So, and as well, you know, they had like a tea party. Uh, that's where I had most friends right there, and they kind of had like an ice breaking session. There's something for everyone, whether you like to yeah. go out and have a drink, whether you like to mm-hmm. go in and get involved in sports, or just want to be a part of some kind of society, or if you want to find out about volunteering opportunities, or if you're there just for the free stuff. There's always free pizza at the Freshers yeah. Fair as well. Yes. I love that. And yep. it's Domino's. Domino's. It's, it's, yeah, it's <laughs> the good guy. <laughs> yeah, so there's something for everything. So that's that, that's really good advice. Yeah, you should go to the Freshers Week because that's where you set yourself up for the year. Mm-hmm. If you guys um, would give one advice, one piece of advice to anyone that's coming to, to study to UK from somewhere far away or even if it's somewhere close, what would be that one advice you would give for someone to make the most of their first weeks here? Mm, I would say just explore the place. There are so many things to like uh, um, to offer and then um, uh, and also make new friends and try to have new experiences and uh, learn new things and you will be fine. <laughs> I would say have fun, take advantage of where you are and you're in a different world practically and you know obviously now it's it's kind of like as if if you were back home and new people are in your location now you're the new international person in a location take full pride in like that position because it's an awesome feeling knowing that you're in a different country and meeting new people and not many people get that opportunity so have fun seriously. So true. Well, my tip is to just just get out of your comfort zone, you know, take that step, take that leap of faith within you. I mean, like, because you're in a uni, it, it's experience where, you know, you're in a different country and it is the main thing that you want to get is the exposure of it, right? It's because you can get education anywhere, but, you know, the university life gives you, you know, skills that you can't get anywhere else, you know, so... I definitely agree, I agree with you because um, I personally never regretted any chances I took. It might be scary at first, you know, as you said, but it is really exciting. I think that's the main feeling you get from, from being here, you know, in a different country. It's people from all around the world going through the same thing and their support 
their support there, especially with the pressures week and, yeah. and everything else. So, and is there anything else I, we haven't covered there that you guys would like to share with our listeners about pre-arrival, packing, traveling, and settling in here for throughout the first weeks? Ooh, maybe towards the Muslim community. I mean, like there's a lot of mosques and uh, prayer rooms everywhere within Newcastle and within Northumbria itself. You know, it is a, it it holds. They do Friday prayers every single week in Lemon Gym. So when I got here, honestly, I didn't know there was uh, a prayer room within Northumbria. But when I actually stumbled upon uh, a Muslim, my friend as well, and he kind of showed me the way, and you know, I. I it was just there, it was just very nearby and I didn't have to go up to Fenham to at the National Mosque and whatnot. So you literally don't have to travel. It's all within the UD grounds. Okay, great. So thank you so much, guys. That's it for the episode four of our global podcast series on your first weeks at Mount Havria. I'm Lina and we spoke with Niga, Nigelia and Lumi. Thank you so much, guys. Thank so you. Thank you. Thank you. Make sure to subscribe or visit our website on northumbria.ac.uk forward slash global podcast. And if you like this episode, share it with your friends or on social media. Thanks for listening. Until next time.